Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Sarah, welcome to the Vitality Podcast. So delighted to welcome you today. Sarah is on the Forbes Coaching Council with me, and I was so delighted that she responded to my invitation because these women, these coaches, it's just so exciting to meet such a light. Sarah, I look at you as a light. Look at her. I mean, she's just so beautiful. If you're just listening right now, Sarah is this beautiful woman with this long flowing hair and she has a soft lighting. It's just like so inviting. It's already so warm (laughs) to be with you. Sarah, welcome. I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about, um, not a little bit, but about your story and how it came to be that um, you're you're a coach and uh, and a mom and, and what it is that brought you there. Well, definitely. First of all, thank you so much for the invitation. I think your message is such an important one. So, you know, congratulations for everything you do, you know. Um, So how did I become a coach? It was really by accident. It was by accident, but not really by accident. Because even as a child, like growing up, my dream was first to be a kindergarten teacher, then to be a psychologist. So now I'm a coach. Kind of brings the both of them together, you know. (laughs) I love it. Uh, because fundamentally, we're all four years old. So how I, I, I worked for 15 years in corporate, over 15 years in corporate and financial services, where I saw people, entrepreneurs who wanted to do something big, something different. They wanted to help people. And they would come from like coaching programs and things like that. And they would be like all motivated and gung-ho, but they would sit down at their desk. And they would just start everything back how they used to do. You know, like that energy just comes like a... And in my head, it was just, there's got to be another way. And that is really how from one day to another, I quit my job without not a penny in my bank account, not no prospect in terms of clients. As a single mom with two very young children going in through a very interesting divorce. Um, and I just said, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be another way that I can actually help people. Amazing. Amazing. What a courageous heart you have. I, so- I no, Some people say courageous. Thank you. But for me, it was just, I couldn't do it anymore. I know it's like non-negotiable. I, I, I too had the same experience, similar experience. I came back after living 10 years in Europe and, and I, I landed And my passion has always been around, around health. And I realized that telling people what to do and how to do it was only getting them so far. And they'd have these aha experiences in a workshop or at a retreat um, or, you know, even in my kitchen with me, you know, for example, for people who are really close to me, but then like it's underserving them for them just to have an aha moment and for it to be in isolation without the integration into their daily lives. And so it, it's a really big gap. Um, also in the coaching world, I mean, Landmark, there are all these, you know, amazing intensive experiences, but then what? Then what? Yes. So my coaching business really started with how to go from ideas to execution. Mm. I really mm. focus a lot of my, of my coaching approach is on 
how do we make it practice? And how do we bring it in practice? How do we turn this into action? Because we don't have a lack of idea. What we often have is a lack of execution. Mm-hmm. So that's really brought me what the fundamental of my coaching practice mm-hmm. was at the beginning. And then mm-hmm. you realize that human behaviors, patterns, beliefs, <laughs> chatter, that is also a huge component. So I'm mm-hmm. also a double certified NLP coach and I've studied yes. neuroscience. And so I really blend in the business strategy and the mindset, everything that's stopping you from being one of the great that you're meant to be and actually the action and the tools to make it happen. Amazing. So whenever anyone tells me they're double NLP, I start to like get (laughs) self-conscious. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can see like inside of me based on all of my like, you know, eye movements. (laughs) I have, I really dove deep into the expertise of psycholinguistics. So, so interesting, is, right? Yeah, so that is the link for people who don't know. Psycholinguistic is the science that makes the link between the language and behavior. It's huge. It's really big. That's so interesting too. It's kind of tricky to be in a relationship, like a romantic relationship when you're so well-trained um, in, in that kind of thing, because it's, it's almost impossible to separate it out. Um, I don't know that I'm not trained in neurolinguistics like you are, but I study it and I've been a mm-hmm complete nerd. I'm geeking out on it for like 27 years. And I, uh, I know like, I don't know if you're in a romantic relationship, but it's, it's intense, you know, cause you're like, you know, exactly what's going on. Like the intention, the projection, the blame. And I'm like, you know, it's like intolerable. It's, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, it is until you mature. <laughs> because when at the beginning, like everyone else, you want to help. But you understand at a point that helping somebody who didn't ask you to help them. Yeah. It's like a trespassing. Yeah. Well, it actually, you're judging them. Totally. Right. So I have two kids. I'm not in a romantic relationship, but I have two kids. And at first, my gosh, did I want to help these kids and explain <laughs> what the brain does and everything. And so they're like, okay, mom, stop, stop. Yeah, not interested. Don't do that with me. So they're like, don't do now that. They're, they're actually aware of many things that kids their age are not aware yeah. But when I see them doing things like that, and I'm like, you know what? Back off. It's not my journey. Right. You know, so, mm. and I kind of try to coach them, but from afar because they did not ask. It's so tricky. Yeah. My daughter's like a little coach herself. It's really cute. I see her like talking to her friends. I can't help it. Like, it's just in the osmosis, it's in the walls, you know, they, you know, <laughs> they're sleeping and because oh, yeah, it's a part of us. Off. The other day I'm walking with my 15 year old son and he sent me a text and I didn't respond right away. And he's like, yeah, so I sent you a text and you didn't respond. So I looked at him and goes, so the story I was telling myself was, and he starts telling me everything that he was thinking because I didn't respond to his text. Hmm. Just the awareness of that is huge. Right. Understanding the story that you're telling yourself. So we talk on your podcast, a lot of mindset. Well, understanding the story that I'm telling myself is at the root of opening the, uh, all the doors to building that, that mindset. It is. And I really appreciate you saying that. And if, if any of you want to pause right now and rewind 15 seconds, that would be the thing to listen to again, because what Sarah just spoke are true words of wisdom. 
today in my embodiment practice, I was present to what exactly what you're bringing up today. Mm-hmm. And I was asking myself, how am I meeting this inner dialogue? Yes. And this observation led me to the reality because my, my work this year is really about presencing, which sounds so basic, but it's, it's, a, it's been a huge awakening for me. It's fundamental. It is. And so I said, you know, I, I want to make, I want to recommit and I'm now publicly stating, I want to recommit to meeting the dialogue with breath yes, and not knowing. And as opposed to blame victim, judgment, you know, bully, you know, all the other options that are just completely unconscious and pulling me out of the present moment and pulling me out of the joy of possibility. Of course it's a trap and we're all in it. Right. I just want to, I just want to level the playing field here. We're all in it. It's a practice. Oh yes. And I tell my clients, like, what's the story you ask yourself? What's the story that I'm telling myself? I ask myself that question every week. And when I'm stressed and there's a lot going on, I probably ask myself that question three to four times a day. Mm. Because Mm. that is what helps you not drift. Because the story that I'm telling myself unravels all beliefs, patterns, fears, all that stuff. It either unravels it or it tangles it, right? Definitely. Now I get to choose. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love that that imagery of tangle or unravel. Uh, my daughter's name is Penelope, which is coming mm-hmm. from Greece, right? So, so you know, she was weaving during the day and unweaving at night. To, she didn't want to take a new suitor. Um, and I just, I just also in the embodiment, I'm so fascinated at the speed at which I'm able to move through um, emotion and, and tangles, so to say, because there's, a, it's held in the cells in the tissue, right? There's this like yeah. holding. Um, so you, you can identify sometimes the whole mind thing can get a little, um, overwhelming, hard to sort through. Um, if you're not in the practice of seeing the seer, right. Becoming the observer of, of what's happening, which is a, it's a pretty high level nuanced practice. Would you, would you agree? Well, definitely like another certification. Cause I have like way too many letters, <laughs> name, but you know, I'm really like the, the computer, like human behavior group geek, um, the polyvagal theory, which is all about the poly, the, the vagus nerve, the study of the vagus nerve is exactly how is, all the, the, the entanglement or uh, is stuck in our nervous systems. So we are all addicted, and especially we're in an era where it's all about the hustle and, produ- and, and performance and doing more and you know being perfect and being the perfect mom, the perfect entrepreneur, the perfect wife, the perfect athlete, the perfect this. The, and that is actually stuck in our nervous systems. Totally. So it's like, all right, how do we unstuck our nervous system? Yeah. And breath for me today came through really clearly. There are a lot of different ways to do it, but for me, I find breath is so efficient, but you bring up a really valid topic and it is something that all of us are struggling with, especially our generation. Mm -hmm. Um, Also our mothers, but our, and it was just our grandmothers where it was taboo to work somewhat taboo, right? So my grandmother didn't have a lot of career options, Um, you know, in the, in the mid 1900s just wasn't available. So the career was having babies, right. And taking care of the home, which is an admirable thing. It still is. I have so much respect and um, I've loved raising my daughter. It's been the most incredible opportunity (laughs) to learn and love. Um, And uh, you are doing it all. And, and, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Sarah is in Montreal. Is that right? Yes, I am. Canada. 
And so it's no different there than it is here, the human condition, the human heart, and the, the need to perform. And uh, so how do you do it all? How do you balance it or, or, or harmonize it? Or, you know, what are some of your tools? So how do I do it all? First, I don't. <laughs> I love it. I think that's the thing is we have this story that we're telling ourselves that we need to do it all. And my kids know that, you know what, uh, sometimes I have a big day and we are having pasta for dinner and it's not going to be homemade pasta. It's going to be from the box and we're all good with it. And that they learn really young because <laughs> I've been a single mom since my kids are like one and three. So mm. we've always been like, they've done their, they know their laundry. They do their laundry themselves since they're like five, six years old. I don't do it all, but they understand. And I voice that first of all, the more we do, the more we get to do. So if everyone does a little bit, we actually get to do more experiences and what, mm. and they know that I thrive on helping people. Mm. So there's a purpose. So I communicate a lot my purpose. Mm. And we share that. So and so my tagline on my, my website is because so much more is possible. But that tagline is actually my mission. It's to help mm. people see much, so much more is possible. Mm. And you can't something you can't teach. You need to embody your message. Mm. And the only way I can do that is by, by embodying that message. Beautiful. And uh, sometimes doing more, having, having more be possible, uh, can be more of that addictive nervous system loop that is, you know, is, is leading to burnout and disease mm-hmm. and, you know, absentee parenting and, and all kinds of destructive ways of being that, are less than happy and joyful and free. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful to see this combination in your work and your purpose and your family. So it's really uh, united. It sounds like. Yes. And, and like, they seem like they see me, I work out every day or practically every day and went on. And when we communicate why we're doing things. So like somehow, sometimes our house is not clean and sometimes things are lying around and you know what? It's perfect. (laughs) And I think allowing the perfection allows my kids to also make mistakes. Mm. Allowing the imperfection also lets my clients make mistakes. Yeah, because there's that acceptance. Well, yeah, I remember being in a meeting with a client once and my cell phone rang. And my client went, oh my God, she's not perfect. I was like, oh my gosh. Is that the image that they have of me? Mm. And I was like, okay, I need to have to embody a different message. Mm. Because if they think I'm perfect, which I'm so not, we cannot have a true relationship. Mm. It's so beautiful. So to bring some light, my mother, um, we were raised very, very Christian. Mm. And so my sister and I were like perfectionists growing up. And my mother used to just look at us and she would say, why are you guys trying to be perfect all the time? Like, what's that about? She didn't get it. And so she kind of would poke fun at it, you know, like, guys, come on, lighten up. Let's go like take a mental health day and have a picnic. And we'd be like, no, no, we have a test. No, no, no. She'd be like, seriously, (laughs) she was really fun. But then she said, the only person I knew who was perfect was Jesus Christ. And look what happened to him. And we'd be like, mom, I can't believe you said that. You know, it's just so this whole idea of, of perfection um, and what that, what we're, what we're striving to achieve. So I really appreciated you sharing your story because 
a lot of us are, you know, trying to reach this bar and we think that it needs to look a certain way mm. when in reality it, it looks how it looks. And that's why this, the tagline of this podcast is women leading audaciously yes. and audacious for me means, you know, being willing to fail, having the courage to fail and then get up again and, and do it again, which it sounds like you're the embodiment of. Yes. And coming back to psycholinguistic, it's also understanding what's the difference between perfection and excellence. Mm, tell me more about that distinction for you. So perfection is own and it's in the eyes of the other people. Okay. So it's in their perception. Okay. Excellence is inside. Mm, that's beautiful. So instead of going for perfection, how about we go for excellence? Mm. Excellence is that I give it everything I got. Right. And I can be proud of that. I can stand yes. behind that, beside it focusing, it. on focusing on the input, not the output. I don't own the output. We own the process. We own the input. Mm, that really resonates deeply. Love it. So that's where we see the difference. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. many of my clients are very perfectionist. I'm like, all right, let's untangle this whole <laughs> perfection thing and everything. Right, and yeah. it's like, oh, and I, or that, or like, I don't have the courage, I don't have the confidence. Mm-hmm. Again, confidence is an external thing. Totally. Courage is an internal thing. Mm, beautiful. Which leads me to this amazing word. Actually, I don't want to say amazing. I want to delete that from my vocabulary, actually. It's so nonspecific, I find. So lately I've been uh, hearing myself say it. Exponential. The word exponential you brought up um, as part of an offering. That, yes. that you have. And I, I feel like it ties into these distinctions that we've been looking at. Mm. Exponential for me means opening the door to greatness. Mm. Exponential means that there's no limit. Exponential means I leave my inner chatter and I take the leap mm. and I give it everything I got. Mm. So building an exponential mindset is a mindset that will not just grow, but sees what even actually what I've never been able to see before. Trusting that I got this. That's powerful. I feel like it's this huge opening, you know, in my, my chest as you're speaking about the power of exponential Yes. We hear a lot the power of possibility, but exponential has a completely different vibration about it. Completely. And for me, my promise to myself is that on my last breath, I will say to myself, I gave it everything I got. Mm. That's the only realistic expectation we can have of ourselves, anyone else or anyone else. That's it. Yeah. So it's like, what do I put in? What do I put in? Yeah. Particularly like be, you know, be willing to surround yourself with people who can be lovingly honest about, uh, you know, what, the, what we can't see. Because it sounds like, well, I know for myself, um, the biggest value I can offer is being able to be a reflection, a loving, mm-hmm. kind, tender reflection to illuminate the things that are not seen so that, that we can get out of our own way and achieve that exponential nature. So tell us about your program. How does it work? So Invincible is a... Still, it's seven or eight week module. I'm not still working on the final details, um, but it's all about understanding. When we were kids, we had an exponential mindset. Totally, right? The ego kicked in. 
the fear kicked in. Yeah. And then we got into a trap. So we really go see what was the dream? What was the, the possibility that we were seeing? How did we drift? How did we, did we get trapped? And seeing all the limitation and untangling them. Because when I bring things that were unconscious to the conscious mind, now I can do something with it. Beautiful. And then we go to, okay, well, what are the tools in your toolbox to maintain that exponential mindset? Because mm-hmm. the whole goal of Invincible is to go from a world of probability to the world of possibility. Mm. And that's where true life happens that's where in saying somebody says well you can't do that you're like yeah watch me (laughs) and you know you have the personal power and the tools to do it beautiful Mm. amazing amazing oh yeah so we will um have in the show notes the uh information if, if anyone's interested in participating and uh creating this invisible invincible exponential or I should say experiencing and unveiling and discovering, I want to do it. My goodness. I mean, yes. what an incredible opportunity. And I think that 2022, there's a readiness. This 2021 oh, yes. has been intense, like unrelentingly intense. Yes. And, and as we launch into 2022, people have put so much in question, their careers, their trajectory, their, their meaning, their purpose, their relationships. I mean, everything has kind of gone, come to the surface. So they like, look at me. Oh yeah. You know? And we could spend whole so much time on well, like on the behavioral aspect, how did the pandemic influence behavior? Uh, but like, if we just wrap it up in the world economic forum called it the greatest reset. Yeah. I've heard that in a lot of different communities. Yes. And so now what, what we're seeing time. is the era of resignation because what yeah. people decide it's not what will be. Right. And that's why 2022 is such a perfect time yes. to open up, not shut down, not get in your tangle and close your heart, but to open into that space of possibility. I really like the word exponential. And and, and it's just, um, I just felt, I just really felt that in my chest. I was like, wow, <laughs> it wasn't scary. Then- it wasn't, it was just exciting and beautiful. And that what the whole experience of that program is going to be. Mm. you know, because we're there. It's time. Yeah. So beautiful. Um, Well, I haven't asked you the question, which is when you're feeling kind of tired, uh, what is it that you do? Like what, 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 if we were looking at you, what do you, what do you do to restore and to kind of cultivate vitality? Oh, love the question. Well, I do like to go, I take a lot of time for myself. Mm -hmm. I won't lie. I do take a lot of time to go to the spa or to read with a book, but actually it all starts with a question. What do I need right now? Mm. So people, when they think of taking time for themselves, they're thinking about a day for the spa, but the brain can't go from zero to hundred. If you've never taken five minutes for yourself, don't think that you'll be able to take a day to the spa. The brain just won't let you do it. Mm. But the brain can do from zero to 10, from 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. So sometimes what do I need right now is a cup of tea and a magazine for 15 minutes. Mm. So these micro commitments is where it starts. So like I said, sometimes I'll have a full day, but (laughs) what do I need right now? It's just 15 minutes with a cup of tea. Yeah. I love that you're 
inviting us to give ourselves permission mm-hmm. to ask ourselves that. Sometimes at 4 p.m., we just reach for the cafe latte or the, the, the pastry. And, and that may actually not have been what you needed. It may have been that you needed to close your eyes or go for a walk or sit down with a cup of tea. So, then, so it's easy to numb ourselves. Totally. With a pastry and a latte or whatever. But to going back and say, what do I need right now? Yeah. And maybe you do need a latte. I don't know. But you know what I mean? So, but asking yeah. yourself consciously um, and being intentional about it. Right. So I don't want to say that there's a judgment if you're drinking a cafe latte. No. no. I have no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, it can be a latte, but it's where it's yeah. living with that intention. Exactly. And that is what, you know, building an exponential mindset is about. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful note to end on. Mm. Because that's what I want to do. I want to build an exponential mindset. And I want all of our listeners to be encouraged to create more intention in your mindset and to become the observer of what's happening in there, because that is really the secret to vitality. Yes, we can talk yeah. about foods and we can talk about, you know, skin brushing and all kinds of lifestyle practices, but the real secret and the one that's sustainable and the one that creates true freedom is this exponential mindset, is this conversation that we've had today. Thank you so much, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for the invitation. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast dash guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. I mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.